This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. This morning, very quickly, with about 20 minutes, I want to talk to you about the law of receiving. The law of what? Receiving. Receiving. You know, lots of God's children... Well, well, some know how to give, but very few know how to receive. And the reason why I'm sharing this word with us, I believe God put it in my heart, is because of a number of things. Number one, because of the things we've been doing in the last few weeks. Some of us, we've been giving sacrificially, and that is powerful. I was talking to them in the first service, and I said a lot. I mean, you can listen to the message to, to get that, right? Giving is powerful, especially when you give sacrificially. Something happens. It is powerful. It commands the attention of God. And I don't know what it is about God and giving to, or giving for his building. I don't know. You read the entire Bible, you see when it's time to give, where God's building is concerned, God takes on a different attitude. And you know what David said? He said, I would not give to God what will cost me nothing. So there is something about sacrificial giving. The people in the world understand it. So they go to the Abali and say, you know what? I want to move from this level to this level. The Abali looks at them and says, ah, it's going to be tough. Oh. Go and bring your mother. <laughs> bring what is dear to you, your only daughter. And then the person brings, crying. But immediately the person donates the daughter or mother or anything that is precious to them. The person's life takes a new turn. And the person begins to enjoy some certain kinds of unprecedented wealth. Now, I said in the morning that the devil is a counterfeiter. Everything you see the devil do, he copied it from God. He didn't invent it. He doesn't have enough wisdom to invent things. So he saw and he knew the power sacrifice carries to God and the devil has done a counterfeit. So whenever we give sacrificially, something happens. But you see, after giving, the next thing that should follow is receiving. So Philippians chapter 4 verse 15. Let's read that together and then we'll have our seat. Philippians 4 verse 15. Paul the apostle speaking to the church in Philippians. And mind you, mind you, this is the church that Paul told that my God shall supply all your needs. You see, we quote that verse, but neglect what happened before. He says, now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning what? And so there are two sides of a coin. Giving is one and receiving. People are frustrated, believers, frustrated because sometimes we do not even know how to give. There is an attitude for giving. And then there is also the part of receiving. Can you have your seats this morning? There is receiving. And the truth is this. I said the law of receiving. Now the truth is this. There are natural laws and there are spiritual or supernatural laws. I mean, when you engage natural laws, the results should be predictable. For example, if I jump off from this place, this um, height where I'm standing on, 
I'm sure the next thing that would happen to me or should happen naturally is that the law of gravity will kick in. So I will come down. You see, I struggle to even say come down. It's my training, don't worry. <laughs> it's the way I've trained my lights. You know, if you meet people in an elevator, have you, have you seen that stuff before? Met one of mine, are you going down? I say, I forbid you. <laughs> I've trained myself to not speak in certain ways, right? So, why? Because there is something called the law of gravity. Now, the same way you have natural laws, there are also spiritual laws. And what you must understand is that even in the natural, there are certain laws that can activate the inoperativeness of another law. For example, an aircraft taxis on the runway and is about to take off. The law of gravity is keeping the aircraft down. But then the pilot engages something else at a certain speed and at a certain, you know, doing certain things. You know, and let me not get into it. Let me, where's my air, there's a, where the air pilot? Okay. What happens is that the air, air pilot engages something called the law of lift. So that aircraft takes off. Massive body, but goes into the air. Why? Because the law of lift has rendered the law of gravity inoperative until it's time to land. Then incorporates again with the law of gravity and then the aircraft lands. So there are laws and laws are in dimensions. Now, one of the things I said in the morning that you must never forget is that understanding defines and determines our level of resolve in the kingdom. Understanding. In the book of Matthew 13, verses 8, Jesus, speaking about the parable of the sower, explains that when the sower sowed on good ground, so the ground was not the problem, good ground, that, however, something happened. There was fruit being born in different degrees. There was 34, there was 64, there was 100 fold. But we all know God's desire is that we walk in the 100 fold. You say, how do I know? Well, go to Genesis chapter 26 from verses 12, talking about Isaac. The Bible says about Isaac that an Isaac sowed in that land. And then something interesting happened. In the same year, an hundredfold Isaac received. And the Lord blessed him. Hundredfold. As a matter of fact, when you go to Deuteronomy 1.11, it talks about a thousandfold. So there can be more. Now, going back to Matthew 13, Jesus now tells us why somebody will bear fruit 30, another 60, another 100. He says... Because of understanding, verses 23, Matthew 13, 23. He says something very powerful. He says, but he that receives seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit, and then he leaves. So understanding defines and determines how much fruit you will bear in the kingdom. It's a spiritual law. You activate this law. It renders the natural course of things inoperative. And one of the things that happens, and you must understand, where receiving is concerned, is that you must have expectation. Somebody say expectation. 
Somebody say it again. What is expectation? Expectation is a strong belief that something is going to happen. As you go into 2024, as you come tonight, what is your expectation? Do you know that people have programmed themselves to have wrong expectations without knowing? And you see, both God and the devil respect what you expect. Acts chapter 3 verse 5. The Bible talks about Paul and Peter and um, who, Peter and them, what's his name now? John, right? Going to the beautiful gate. And they met a guy who was sitting at the beautiful gate. His situation was not beautiful. 40 years, they say, he's been in this crippled situation. And then the Bible says in verse 5, Peter said, look on us. The Bible says, and he gave it unto them. Doing what? Expecting to receive something from them. Expectation is powerful. In the realm of the spirit, expectation is how you catch the things that God has given you. Some of us, we've sown sacrificially, and that is good, and you must. You've done it with some understanding, I believe. Pastor has been sharing a lot with us. You've done it out of love, understanding that in the kingdom, when we give sacrificially, we conquer lust. We conquer materialism, and we tell God, God, you are number one in our lives. And then God comes to show you what he does to people that say he's number one in his life, in their lives. After you've done that, the next thing that you follow is receiving. And you see, receiving is a law. I said in the first service that one of the things you should do is to acknowledge God as your source. The second thing you should do is to water your seed with thanksgiving and positive words. Run away from any environment that is speaking or acting or selling you information or ideas that are diametrically opposed to your giving and your seed. The third thing you should do, which I want to dwell a lot more on in this service, is expect. Expect. Now, there are three things I want to tell you about expectation. The first is this. Your expectation is your choice. Somebody write that down. Your expectation is your choice. And we know that choice determines destiny, right? Uh, choices have destroyed lots of lives. You know what I find out? Whenever the devil wants to mess with a life, what the devil does is that he comes to manipulate their choices. He does that, he's successful. He moves away. Because when you choose things, there will be consequences. Your expectation is your choice. Your expectation is your choice. It, is, it might not be your fault if you were born into a poor family. But saints, it is your fault if you remain poor. You must make up your mind to begin to expect good things to happen to you every day. Why? You have seed in the ground. Wake up as you're coming for night of mercy. What is your expectation? Oh, it's crossover service. We want to just go and jamboree into the new year. I mean, I'm a Christian. Uh, that's the only place they should find me. Ah, uh, no. You are coming to receive something. Don't get too familiar with the anointing, saints. 
the person who is going to be ministering here in the evening slash tomorrow morning is not the pastor you know. And you know, one of the things I, I, am, I am very deliberate about is not getting familiar. So I put certain things in my life, you know, because, you know, you can be a son in this house. You can be pastor, shalom, pastor Abis, you know, child, and you say, oh, ah, my, my parents, and you get too familiar with them. That they tell you something, things that have changed my life radically have come from these people. So you can be a son and not be receiving from the parents. Because the, all that you see is daddy and mommy, as powerful and good as that is. But they are also prophets. They can speak one word, change your life forever. Expectation. Expectation. It's your choice. You know what I found out? A lot of times, we try to explain to ourselves and other people why we are expecting what we are expecting. Even when the expectation is the wrong one. I don't know if what I'm saying is making sense. Yeah. For example, they say, do you know that this year is your year of speed? Your year of overflow. You say, amen in church. Then you go back and they say, um, there is a vacancy for a director role in this company. You look at yourself. Say, ah, me? No. It can't be me. Say, ah, because what is my grade right now? I'm assistant manager. I have to become manager first. Then senior manager. Then principal manager, dancing as though, you know. Then after that, then direct, ah, it's still five. It's about four, five grades ahead. Who told you that God cannot collapse time for your sake? As a matter of fact, let me tell you what God is going to be doing to us in 2024. By virtue of the things we've done as this year was rounding up. Amos chapter 9, verse 13. Give it to me in the amplified version. While they're opening that, you know, in Joel chapter 2, verse 23, the Bible begins to talk about God's capacity and ability to give the moderate, the former rather, and the latter rain, right, in the same month. Meaning, God can look at you and say, this is what you were supposed to be experiencing five years or 50 years from now in terms of health, wealth, and all of that. And God can bring it into your now and give it to you now. That, that's God's ability. Then, verses 24 of Joel 2. Now says that, you see, God has the capacity for overflow. That is, his, he, he enjoys for his children to walk in. You know what overflow is? Super abundance. That means it's so much it is flowing to other people. Then, verses 25 of Joel 2 begins to tell us how he will do it. He says, God restores the years. What does that mean? God collapses time for his people. Now, somebody has worked hard. He said, this person has been working. And you must have heard those things. He said, ah, this person has paid their dues. Have you heard that before? That this person has paid their dues. The person has been sleeping in the studio for many, many years. Do you know how many years this person has been working? Now, that is a natural law, and it is a good thing to obey. However, what I am telling you is that you can engage supernatural laws. You know what it does? It takes you above the natural laws. So what happens is that this person can be 
singing, singing, singing. Then everybody knows about the person. Here's the person's album and they are celebrating the person. Ah, this person. Has... But do you know that you can start, release your first song this year and that song goes all over the world? Ah. I want to go and sit down. <laughs> you are not hearing me. Now, he says he will restore the years. Do you know what it means to crash time for people? Give them supernatural speed. You remember Elisha? Is he Elisha or Elijah now? The Bible says that Ahab's, he told Ahab, rain is coming. And Ahab got on a horse and started moving. That natural law. <laughs> the Bible says, and Elijah, is he Elijah or Elijah now? Guided his loins and ran faster than the chariots into the city. Supernatural law. You see, Amos 9.13 in the message version tells us something powerful. He says, in terms of what to expect, he says, it won't be long now. Emilia, can you give it to us? He says, yes, indeed. God's decree, in case you are wondering who said this. <laughs> he says, things are going to happen so fast. You, you, you're not hearing me. He says, your head will be swimming. You, you know, you know, ah, it means as you are trying to recover from one testimony, another one is coming. They are saying, as you are trying to recover from this one, another one is coming. He says, one thing fast on the heels of the other. He says, you won't be able to keep up. <laughs> I like this. You know what it means not to be able to keep up? That you know that this is not my natural strength. You know this is not my natural. You see, you, you start, you get to your shop. You see a crowd waiting in front of your shop. You say, you are the one want to buy from. You said, this is not my marketing and publicity. Yo. As powerful as those things are. And they are natural laws. You know, he says, but there is something about attracting. The same way somebody can go and meet a jazz man. They do one jazz. He carries the jazz. Buries the jazz in front of the shop. And everybody just starts coming to the shop without knowing why. You see, he says, something is coming on you. That by the time you enter into 2024, you are the one everybody is gravitating towards. They, they do not need to know why. He says, everything will be happening at once. This is speed, saints. He says, everywhere you look, blessings. You look at your children, blessings. You look at your job, blessings. You look at your finances, blessings. You look at your business, blessings. You look at your health, blessings. He says, it will be like wine pouring up the mountains and hills. Ah. What do you expect? <laughs> Woo! Allow the word of God to shape your expectations. Mm. You know, I read in, I read in the Bible. Give, give me Genesis 26. And I, I think I'm done. The message is done. <laughs> Genesis 26. Talking about Isaac. From verse 12. He says there was famine in the land. No, no, go, go to the verse. There was a place where he said there was famine. I said that verse one. Go there, go there, go there. He says there was famine in the land. Naira. <laughs> Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerah. Now, go to, now, 
This tells us that the Philistines were a tribe. They were a country. Now go to verse 12. Isaac knew what to do in famine. Most of us have done it if you've not joined us, but it's okay. He says, and Isaac sowed in that land. And what happened? Received in the same year an hundredfold. An hundredfold is not a hundred percent, saints. You know, an hundredfold means for everyone, it is a hundred. For everyone. It is not a hundred percent. Hope you understand that. He says, and the Lord blessed him. Saints, was there famine in the land or not? There was famine in the land. You see, in the same Nigeria, people are complaining about some people are prospering. No? We are prospering. No? In the same Nigeria that people are talking about. Verse 13. Verse 13, please. He says, and the man waxed great in famine and went forward and grew until he became very great. Verse 14. I like this one. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and great store of servants and the Philistines water. A whole nation began to envy one man. Hey! A whole nation began to envy one man. Ah, I have two more minutes. Deuteronomy to, to chapter 28. I want to show you this. Let the word of God shape your expectations. Yeah. Ah. Go to verse 13. Go to 13. Now, now wait, 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 wait. Verse 1. Go to verse 1. Go to verse 1. Let's stay in verse 1. Verse 1 says, he says, and it shall come to pass him that shall act in diligence to the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which he commands you this day. And the Lord thy God will set thee on high above. Ah. ah. Oh God. There is something to shout about. So, there is a possibility in God for a man to be set above all nations. Ah. ah, okay, my time is almost up. Wait, verse, go to verse 13. I want to show you something. Ah, no, 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 go to verse 12. Verse 12, that's all. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He says, the Lord shall open unto you his good treasure. So you see, this abundance, this, this level of greatness is because of God. It's not you. He says, the heaven will give rain unto thy land in its season. And to bless all the work of thine hand. I want us to read the last part together. It says, and thou shalt lend unto many nations. Ah! Hey! Hey! He said, ah! Hey, 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 hey! Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. Tonight, anything can happen. I, I want you to build your expectation. Ah, you shall lend to many nations and thou shalt not borrow. So we are not talking about 10,000, 1 million, 2 million. God is too rich to need what you have. So you see, when we give to him, we understand that. But you see, when God wants to give to you, this is the definition. He promotes you that you begin to learn to nations. You begin to learn to nations. Change your expectations. Enlarge your capacity, saints. Begin to think big. Begin to think big. And you remember Isaac. He says in the same year. 2024 is your year. It is your year. It is your year. In the name of Jesus. 
It is your year. In the mighty name of Jesus. Overflow on every side. In the name of Jesus. Can you give God praise this morning? Give God praise. Bless his name. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. I'm excited about tonight. I don't know about you. I'm excited about tonight, I tell you. Don't miss it for anything. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.